listeners, welcome to Solid Saturdays, where we take a moment just to have a casual conversation that flows from the heart of God. Listen, this conversation will inspire you and you will receive prayer that will empower you to have a solid weekend and an even better week. Now get ready because we're about to dive in. Let's do this. Okay. So today I want to talk about something that most would probably try to cover up. I want to talk about those periods in life where you just aren't motivated. Yep. That's what we're talking about today. We need to talk about it because with all that's going on in the world today, it's super important that we don't allow the negativity from the world to interfere with our assignment. But there will be times where you're just not motivated. So what happens when you're not motivated? How do you recover from that? Or do you even recover? And I'm not talking about a moment where you're unmotivated. I'm talking about where you are unmotivated for days and possibly weeks. Times where you just aren't with it. And you want everybody to leave you alone. You know your call. You know your assignment in life. You know your purpose and you love the Lord. However, you find yourself sick and tired of being sick and tired. Now, can I be real, y'all? Y'all know I'm going to be real. You're sick and tired of being alone. You're sick and tired of going through the same cycle. You're sick and tired of being broke. You're sick and tired of being misunderstood and you're just sick and tired of life. Do y'all feel me? You're just tired. It happens. Christians have these moments where we're unmotivated and you're just tired of fighting. And it's especially frustrating when you are intentionally living for God. You live a life of worship. You deny your flesh just to please God. But yet it's like you can't get a break. And it's not the fact that you don't know that you're going to go through rough times. You know you're going to go through rough times. But sometimes you just want to break. And, you know, most people won't be honest about this because it sounds so ugly, right? Because we serve such a great God, a gracious God, a good God. Why would we want to disappoint him with how we really feel? Come on, y'all. We're going to be real today. But sometimes you need to embrace the ugly so that God can deliver you from the ugly. Everything that we go through in life, God already knows that we're going to go through it. And God created us with these emotions. We have emotions not to hide them. We have to feel them. Denying what you feel will keep you in that ugly place. So you don't want to confront or acknowledge or embrace it or be honest about it because it's ugly. But what you're doing when you do that is you're denying what you feel and it will keep you being ugly. (laughs) Okay. It will keep you in that ugly place. Like I know that when I'm in my feelings, I know that sometimes I can feel worse because of the very fact that I know that I'm in my feelings and it's in those times that we are supposed to trust God. But because we feel what we feel, sometimes we can feel like we're not being faithful to God. And the enemy will have you think that because what you feel don't feel good and we serve a good God. So you feel like you're not being faithful because you know you should be thankful. You know you should trust him. But listen to me, people of God, and hear me well. It's in those times that we are supposed to trust God by giving him our feelings. This is how we trust God. We don't trust God by denying what we feel. I mean, come on. It's like slapping God in the face because he knows what you feel. What? He don't want you to hide anything from him. 
So the way we trust God in these instances is to confront, embrace what we're feeling, giving him our feelings, giving him our emotions, not denying them. Listen, God wants it all. Y'all hear me? When you are sick and tired of everything, it's not the time to try and hide your reality from God. Why not present everything that you are feeling to God? And I'm talking about this because I'm going to be real with y'all. This year has been hell for me. If I wasn't saved, (laughs) y'all, if I didn't have God as my anchor, Lord have mercy. Why do we say that? Anyway, if I wasn't saved, who knows where I would be? And I'm reminded of that song that if it had not been for the Lord who was on my side, where would I be? You know, it used to be a song for me, but now it's life. And we just in the third month, y'all. So I know the feeling of feeling all these emotions. And you know what has set me free? When I chose not to deny my emotions. I see God and I experience him in another way when I chose to give him my emotions. You know what that looks like? It looks like surrendering to God. Sometimes we think surrendering to God is about material things, our likes, our desires. But sometimes it's just our emotions. We're not holding on to what we're feeling, but we're giving what we feel to God. That is such freedom, y'all. So why not present everything that we are feeling? Why not present it to God? He already knows anyway. Why do we try to hide what we're experiencing? Why do we try to hide the truth about our emotions, even if they are considered bad? God already knows. Covering up what you feel will never lead to healing. Y'all hear me? Covering up what you feel will never lead to healing. If you are truly sick and tired of being sick and tired, then choose to be healed by presenting what you feel to God. That's the answer, y'all. And that's where your healing is, babies. Choose to be healed. It's your choice. You know, the enemy will do anything to try to pull you away or cause you to drift away from your healing. He will cause you to move in a fantasized life. To pull you away from your healing. Live in the reality of your pain. Live in the reality of your feelings. Don't deny it. Yes, babies, it hurts. I know it does. Especially when you don't have understanding of why you're going through what you're going through. But listen to me and trust me when I say this. That when you give it to God, it is the healing, is it is the freedom that you are looking for. I promise you that. Don't sit in the misery of wallowing in your emotions. Don't have pity parties. Now, let me tell y'all something. When you have a pity party, yes, you know, you know that it's all bad feelings and things like that. But you feel good about that because you're wallowing in your feelings. But God doesn't want you to wallow in your feelings. He wants you to face your feelings. What you going to do about it? That's what makes the difference. You're not just sitting in your feelings, but you are embracing your feelings and then confronting it and choosing what you're going to do about it. And one of the choices that you have And probably the choice you want to make is to give your emotions to God. Give it to God and choose to be healed. There are several scriptures in the Bible where even Jesus showed his emotions. And he was perfect without sin. Let me set you free real quick. Feeling your emotions is not sin. If Jesus was able to feel his emotions and he was still blameless, he was still without spot or wrinkle, then it's not sin. But oftentimes we hide our emotions in the church for whatever reason, because maybe we think it's sin. 
It can be linked to sin, but it is not sin. It also tells me that we don't trust. We're not vulnerable because we don't trust. Vulnerability leads to healing. It's true, y'all. And it don't feel good all the time. It doesn't feel good all the time. But oftentimes you will experience pain or discomfort before or even during your healing. So you got to expect it. You got to expect the discomfort. You got to expect the pain. We stay stuck because we are not vulnerable. We don't experience breakthrough because we are not vulnerable. I'm also seeing that people actually want to be healed. They have a desire to be healed. But what happens is that although you may have that desire to be healed, you still come to church guarded. And that's a problem. Can I just tell the truth today? Not trusting God and not being vulnerable enough in his presence to receive what you need. You're not going to get what you need. The church is not powerless. Let me say that loud. The church, the kingdom of God is not powerless. We are still capable of miracle signs and wonders, but leaders and pastors have to do some extra work to pull you into vulnerability so that you can receive the very thing that you have been praying for, which is your healing. Can I help the church out a little bit? Mm -hmm. Okay. Listen, people of God, come to church, prepare to be healed. Come to church expecting to be healed. Church is probably the only place that you can go with the expectation of receiving whatever you need. That's some good news, y'all. Church is probably the only place where you can go and you can expect and receive the exact thing that you need. And it's not because the pastor has what you need. And it's not because the choir or the musicians have what you need. It's not because the apostles have what you need. It's not because of the prophets having what you need, but God has what you need. God uses those who are serving in the church to be a conduit to release what you need. But what you need comes from God, not people. You get disappointed with people because you put your trust in people and not in God. So you don't have to come to church guarded and wondering if someone is going to hurt you. Put your trust and faith in God and he will answer you. He will supply your needs. He will heal your pain. You will experience breakthrough. Expect it. Why come to church guarded when it has the healing waters that you need? You know, Sometimes God will allow you to get to a breaking point so that he can release a new word to you. Mm -hmm. So when David became aware of his sin with Bathsheba and also with his sin of killing Uriah, he poured out his heart to God. And then he realized something while pouring out his heart. He said, the sacrifice pleasing to God is a broken spirit. You will not despise a broken spirit and humble heart, God. And that tells me that sometimes you have to get to a breaking point to receive a fresh word or realize something new about God. Why? Because your circumstance has humbled you so that you can see differently. Sometimes we have to go through humble stages, which is seasons of pain, so that we can remove the old vision and receive God's new vision. Sometimes we block our own deliverance. A lot of times we block our own deliverance because we don't have new vision. And when you're humble, you see things differently. So God will allow you to reach that breaking point to humble you. Y'all hear me? Elijah, Elijah, he reached the breaking point. He was doing what God told him to do. And it came, he came to a point where he wanted to die 
because he was tired of people coming after him for simply doing the will of God. Does this sound familiar to y'all? You just tired of being tired, tired of being misunderstood. And all you're doing is the will of God. So Elijah was in this place, Elijah, and he wanted to die. We talking about God's prophet, not a fake prophet, a proven prophet, a prophet that moved in miracles by the power of God. One of the most powerful prophets that we read about in the Bible. He wanted to die. He got to that breaking point because he was tired, tired of running after helping people by moving in the power and the anointing of God. As a matter of fact, God had just performed a miracle right before Elijah wanted to die. He was tired, y'all. But guess what God did? Hallelujah. First of all, let me go back to what Elijah did. When Elijah wanted to die, he didn't hide his feelings. He told God what the deal was. <laughs> he kept it 100 with God. And he said, God, this is what the deal. I don't even want to be here because I'm the only one. Not knowing that there are others, right? He said, I'm the only one. And then he laid there and he was expecting to die. So he was real with his feelings, y'all. Y'all hear me? But this is what God did in response to Elijah being real and vulnerable with God about his feelings, what he was feeling, even though a, a God had just used Elijah to perform a miracle where people were saved and brought to the kingdom of God, even though Elijah got to that low place right after that, God listened to him and he sent him help. So for all of y'all that feel like you have to put on because you just had this powerful service that feel like you have to impress God with saying, oh, no, I'm stronger than that because I just preached this. Listen, put that somewhere else because you ain't impressing nobody. You ain't impressing God. Now, I don't know who else matters, but you sure ain't impressing God because God already knows how you really feel, baby. So you need to just go ahead and just stop fronting and be real with God. God is not going to judge you. God wants you to run to him when you are feeling weak, when you are in pain, when you are misunderstood, when you feel like dying, when you sick and tired. God wants you to come to him. Why? Because he has help for you. The Bible says in Psalms that I will look unto the hills from whence cometh my help. All of my help comes from God. In order for you to look to the hills looking for some help, you got to realize that you need some help. <laughs> and as long as you put on, then you're not real enough to receive the help from God. God has help for you. It's okay to be sick and tired. So God sent help to help Elijah to have enough strength so that he can move forward in the things of God. And then when he got to the place that God wanted him to be, God spoke to him. And I want y'all to hear me right now. I know you're tired. I know you're drained. I know you want to give up, but realize that you're not alone in all of this. God will send you help so that you don't have to give up. He doesn't want you to give up and you know that but you just want to know like lord when am i going to give a, get a break you're going to get a break when you're vulnerable enough to god to be real with your feelings god has miracles for you god has expedited healing for you you don't have to wait a long time to be healed <laughs> you don't all god is waiting for is for you to be real with him so that you can access the help so that you can keep pushing forward. The Bible talks about Jesus when he was on the cross. The Bible says that he was able to endure the cross because his eyes were focused on God, the author and the finisher of our faith. 
you will be able to endure one of the most painful seasons of your life and probably one of the most weighted seasons of your life when your eyes are fixed on the author and the finisher of your faith. But first you gotta be real enough to say, God, I'm hurting. God, I'm tired. God, I don't have strength. God, I wanna die. Because it's often at our breaking point that God is about to speak a word that will propel you forward. So when you are real enough in that moment, and you feel like you at a breaking point, it's worth being real. Not only do you get your healing, but God will also release a word or speak a word to you that will propel you forward. You will only be stuck if you choose to be stuck. And it's my prayer that those of you who are at your breaking point right now, that you will receive this word to propel you forward, that this word will awaken you, that this word will give you a second wind, Acknowledge the way you feel. Please do. And once you acknowledge it, then give it to God. Don't hold on to it. And then after you give it to God, look for the help that he's going to send. Because that's a given. God is going to send help to you. And then allow his word to give you the strength so that you can do what you need to do. And have the strength that you need to go on. So Father, right now I thank you. And I bless you. What a mighty God we serve. What a gracious God we serve. For you are the King of kings and the Lord of lords. You are the great I am. Whatever we need you to be, Father, you have proven time and time again that you're able to be that. We thank you, God, for being such a strong God. We thank you for being a mighty God. You have performed for us over and over again, time and time again. And Father, before we do anything else, God, we just want to say thank you. So Father, right now, I lift up my brothers and sisters in Christ, and I pray that you would strengthen them right now, God. I pray, God, that even as they lay down their truths on the altar before you, as they lay down what they are feeling in this moment before you, Father, that you would even do like you did with Elijah and send help their way. Send your ministering angels to them right now in the name of Jesus that would uplift them, that would uphold them, that would give them strength to move on to the place where you will have them strategically positioned to hear from you, Father, in the name of Jesus. God, I pray that you would send your Holy Spirit right now, God, to speak new life into them, God. Speak new life into them in the name of Jesus, Lord. Oh, God, I pray right now, God, that even as you have released this word, Father, that it will strengthen them, that it will propel them, that it will launch them into the place, God, that you have already designated for them to be. I plead the blood of Jesus over them right now, God, and ask that you would keep every demon, devil, witch, warlock away from them in the name of Jesus. And I decree and declare that the plans that you have set forth before them, God, even before the earth began, God, even before they were in their mother's womb, they shall, those plans shall come to pass in the name of Jesus. Do what only you can do in their lives. Release them, set them free, God. For those that are feeling stuck right now, God, I pray for freedom. I pray, God, that they will be vulnerable enough, that they will trust you enough, God, to give you their feelings, what they are feeling in this moment, and not be ashamed about it, God. I pray that you would eradicate the shame off the lives of my brothers and sisters right now. Eradicate 
eradicate the guilt off the lives of my brothers and sisters right now, God. And I pray, God, for freedom, God, to move, God, where they are right now. May they feel freedom right now. May your presence overshadow them right now and release and break every chain of bondage that keeps them stuck, Father. Remove the scales from their eyes. Give them new vision, Father, for them to move forward, God, into the things that you have placed before them, for them to be aligned to your purpose, God, to change lives, to impact lives, God, in the name of Jesus and by the power of your spirit, Father. We thank you for renewing them right now. We thank you for strengthening them right now. We thank you for empowering them right now. We thank you right now, God, for just giving them restoration, Father, in the name of Jesus. Whatever area in their lives that they feel stuck, that they feel like they are not motivated, I pray that you will restore the energy, that you will restore whatever was missing that would cause them to move forward, God, in you, Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord. Do what only you can do, Father. We trust you, Father. We give it all to you, Father. We surrender all. We wave our white flags, Father, and give you our emotions, our feelings, God, and pray right now in the name of Jesus that you would bring relief, that you would bring peace to them right now, God. Cause their situation to change. Cause their environment and surroundings to change in the name of Jesus. So, Father, we thank you now and we plead the blood of Jesus over their lives, God, that you would destroy every distraction, Father, that will pull them further and further away from you. May their eyes be focused on you, for you are the author and the finisher of our faith. And, Father, it's one thing that we know, that he that begun a good work in us shall complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. So, Father, we thank you, God, for completing the work on the inside of us. May your sons and your daughters be strengthened in their faith, be strengthened in you. It's in the mighty and matchless name of Jesus we pray, and it is so. Somebody say it is so. Sometimes you just have to declare what it is, because some of you may be looking at me or hearing me because you can't see me, (laughs) but you may hear this and you may be like, okay, I don't really feel different, but I believe that you do. But maybe you don't. Sometimes you have to open up your own mouth and declare that it is so, that everything that was just prayed, that it's going to take place in my life because I believe it. You got to practice believing. You got to practice shifting your thoughts into thoughts of belief. Because one thing's for sure is that God will never fail you. And he loves you and he wants you to prosper. So don't let the enemy feed you anything different. You're going to get through this. God will give you the strength. So say it is so. It is so. Well, thank you all for joining. I'm so glad to join you once again on this Saturday. And listen, we got some surprise guest appearances these next few episodes. So you want to make sure that you tune in in the oncoming weeks because we're going to be talking about some real stuff. And we got some real people that are not ashamed to talk about it and also give you some nuggets of wisdom and maybe even your family members. Y'all know how I always say, share this podcast, share this episode, because I really believe that it will bless those that listen to it. Because this is something from God, y'all. I'm not doing this for show. I'm not doing this for fame. I'm not doing this because everybody else is doing it. This is an assignment. So you know how I do. It is my prayer that you guys, as you listen, that you received some inspiration and you received that powerful prayer. And because we serve a faithful, loyal, generous, and loving God, this gives me pure confidence that you will surely have a solid Saturday. See you all next time.